Hey everyone, this is Dave Cruz from Flyber Labs, a podcast on business and innovation in the Midwest and beyond. Here you'll meet fascinating people and learn about new technologies and practices that will change how you look at life and business. Enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Flyover Labs, and today we get to talk to Nolan Bushnell again. And we had Nolan on a few months ago, and he was nice enough to come back again. So I won't go into too many details on his background, but as many of you should know, Nolan is the founder of Atari and Chuck E. Cheese, and he's doing a lot of interesting things now. Uh, and he's doing some interesting work in VR, and launching an ambitious uh, VR company called uh, Modal uh, VR. And you should go check out their videos online, they're pretty amazing. So... Uh, Let's uh let's get to it. So Nolan, thanks for coming on the show. Hi, my pleasure. It's uh, it's always fun to talk about VR. It's my current uber passion. <laughs> nice, I like it. All right, well, okay, well that's a good way to start. So, what uh you know what prompted you to get into VR? You know what was an experience that you had, and um, how do you kind of yeah, you know, and how do you start up a model? Well, I I really kind of got fascinated with VR in the very early days, you know, when Jaron Lanier was doing it using, you know, a very complex uh, system. Uh, but the technology was such, and the latency was such, that um, you just couldn't be in that environment very long without getting very nauseous. And so I kind of felt that, um, that VR wasn't going to happen until you could get rid of the motion sickness problems. And um, and I kept watching and watching it, and uh, I got, you know, I'm lucky enough that I can always get demos of early <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> and, uh, and I went down to see the Oculus uh, setup um, shortly after their, their Kickstarter, and, uh, and felt that, it was getting there, but it wasn't quite there yet. And then I have a good friend, um, Jason Crawford, who ha- was doing some things. And uh, a- about years ago, um, I basically told Jason that uh, what he was doing was, was interesting, but until he could solve three problems that uh, that I didn't think that VR was was going to work. And the three problems that I said is have to be able to create an environment which doesn't induce nausea. Two, it has to be industrial scale, meaning that it really needed to be able to operate or training, uh, not just games, but training, um, police training, uh, safety training, you know, can you simulate a, an oil rig? Can you simulate a, uh, a, a, a bomb scenario? Um, and then the third issue was it had to be able to be rugged and not just a science project, something that could operate 24-7 in a mall. And he thought about it for a little while, and for the next year, we sort of collaborated on creating a very interesting system. 
And, uh, and all of a sudden I said, you know, this is the threshold. And I decided to become, uh, uh, an investor and a co-founder of, the, of, of a new company that, that used some of the technology that it developed. And because I could see that with a little bit more uh, money and a little bit more uh, time that we could actually get there. And we, in fact, have. And so we now have a system that can track you over the size of a football field. We can put 10 people in the same environment, maybe more. Uh, and I think that uh, it's really ready for prime time, and we expect to have um, systems all over the world uh, by the by the fall. Really? Wow! Well, that's exciting. Interesting. And and just for a context, what do you, approximately what year did you first experience VR um, back in the day? I I was actually trying to think about that, and I think that it was in. It might have been as early as seventy eight. Really? Uh, wow. Uh, but it uh, but it might have been eighty two or eighty three. Okay. So th- sometimes things take take a while. Yeah. <laughs> um. So okay. So modal VR. So that's the company describing. That's pretty amazing. We could track people across a football field up to 10 and that's uh that's wireless too isn't it that's correct that's okay and and how how did you how's the technology developed for a model like was uh is it a completely independent platform from all the other you know from oculus and the vive and um did you build all the technology from the ground up essentially uh not really uh what we've done is we've uh Modif- we, we kind of we're hackers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so what we've really done is taking the the systems that have been developed by others, hack them to take care of their deficits, and huh. uh, and we'll be able to do some of the things that uh, and and we'll probably end up you know doing things from ground up as we get into major production. But uh, so far, it's, it's it's been a hackathon. Interesting. And and so, do you have to get like uh, licensing agreements from some of those platforms, or how do you uh, arrange that? No, we steal. You steal? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good. Good. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, so can you kind of tell us the difference between, let's say, the Vive and what you have, and you know what, um. Yeah, just for the for the folks to understand kind of the the differences. Primarily is our tracking system. Okay. And uh, our tracking system, of course, is based on on a. I like to say it's it's, it's almost quantum entanglement, but people laugh at me, and, and you know that's not really it. <laughs> And, and we actually don't talk too much about our technology. It's kind of our secret sauce. Okay. And, uh, we really prefer to say that it's it's as close to magic as you can get. It's thick. <laughs> all right. All right. Fair enough. Uh, so, and everyone should go check out your videos because, I mean, the, you have different videos, but the one that I'm thinking about now is when the two two people on the football field and like they're playing some like fan, they're doing some like fantasy battle in VR. But then the best shot is when you, uh, you shoot them just in real life and it looks like 
they're they're like crazy people on the football field but uh i can uh i've never seen quite a demo like that so it's um something it's, it's everybody's yeah. fantasy of being a superhero yeah exactly I tell you when you're in that environment i was i i probably played that game probably four times i lost every time but when I get get out, it, I was exhausted. It was a really great physical workout. Really? Oh yeah. Huh. And and so something like that is that, I mean, was that uh, real time on your platform? Can you guys do something like that right now? Oh yeah. Really? Wow. Oh yeah. We, and, you know, <laughs> and, and and it it actually it actually conforms to what I call. It's it's one of Bushnell's laws. <laughs> the people who develop it take every chance that they can to play it. You know you've got a good game. It was very interesting in the early days of Atari. Certain games that we'd build, we'd set up in the in the the office, and some would kind of get played. But some of them, they literally, if they were available, the people in the factory would play them twenty four seven. Hmm. if they were available. And that was always an indication of a really, really good game. Do you remember one of those that uh, you remember hearing about being played in the factory? Oh, yeah. Asteroids. Oh, okay. Uh, That makes sense. (laughs) uh, Breakout. These were games that somehow just sucked you in and wouldn't let you go. Interesting. No, I could see that. Uh, So, well... Yeah, your answer to my next question is: I, I assume that you still have uh, years to go to like reach that level of vision that I, you showed in that that video. But it sounds like you're already there. That's impressive. So, uh, well, what, you, what's that? I can tell you right now that what we're working on right now would blow the socks off that one too. What? How so? Well, or uh, well, just think about ten people in that oh, environment. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. Okay. Uh, and so how, you know, you said that you hope to have this, uh, or you, the plan is to have this around the world by fall, which is quite soon. So you must be uh, talking to people. You know, what, who, how will this be distributed? You know, you mentioned malls, or would it be like dedicated gaming sites? Um, yeah. Well, we're not willing to, to, to announce our economic model, but let's okay. just say we will be able to get a whole bunch of partners real quick. Okay, gotcha. And more than that, let me just tell you that the best Halloween experience that you possibly ever have is in VR. I can scare the shit out of you. <laughs> How? So have you done this, or uh, have you set something up that's uh, scary? Profit. What's that? It's, in- it's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. So maybe coming to a, a Halloween 2017, 2018 we can uh we can be uh experience uh one of your haunted houses or whatever you're gonna call it haunted VR houses. Let's let's call it a haunted world. Haunted world. I like it. Is do you have a another uh kind of gamer application that you can share? I mean you have that fantasy one, you just shared another one. Is there anything else you can uh is there another one you can share? Of course I'm quite curious. Well, we- we have a spaceship version that, that's kind of fun. A spaceship? So do you like 
go through space kind of kind of like you're in a um and you go through as a, like a team and shoot stuff probably probably okay you know that. <laughs> that would be awesome <laughs> huh interesting all right um i mean i got yeah, I've got different. Well, I don't know. I'll ask this question too. I mean, I, have you thought about? I mean, I guess yours is more about tracking. I, I was curious. You know, I know of some VR companies. They're going after like trying to have like a car simulation. Um, you know, you're sitting in a car. Like, would the spaceship? Would you be sitting like physically in a spaceship? Like, or, or not physically in a spaceship, but um, a simulator that make you kind of feel like you're in a spaceship or. Um, well. It- Understand that, that we can do cars and, and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Um, and, and you know, those are interesting, but I kind of think moving around is more. And, uh, you know, kind of simulating cars, you know, simulating driving in VR is kind of a... <laughs> yes. <laughs> We like to push the envelope a little bit. That that makes sense. So, and and maybe this is a too much related to technology. I know we don't talk, but like, I was curious. You know, you're gonna have ten people on a field. Of course, they can't run into each other. Would you kind of have uh, geofencing set up, or how would they? Uh, how would you ensure there won't be a massive collisions among people? Oh, in, in, if the software's right, we can always keep you from colliding. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And and you know it's 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 you know it's actually pretty easy um, because if you're playing the game, you don't try to walk through walls. <laughs> That's true, right? So you can you just know? set up a wall. Yep. One of the things I like to talk about, though, is this whole idea of when does what is the Turing test for virtual reality hmm. in which you know, when is virtual reality indistinguishable from base reality? And and I think that's a very interesting idea to explore, and I'd like people to think about it. But, for example, it, I've, I've got some slides which I do some predictions, and I say that we are probably at 80% of the way there with sound where I can create sound where you can hear things behind you, in front of you, and that, uh, where, you know, you would swear you were in a telephone booth or, uh, conversely, a cathedral. Uh, so we're really good at tricking your senses. And, and, and remember, that's really what virtual reality is. It's a trick. Uh, how do we fool you into thinking that you're somewhere where you're not? And so... When I say it's a magic trick, the whole thing is a magic trick, <laughs> you know? And uh, and so, therefore, I like to say, and a good magician never never tells you this trick. Um, but visually, I'd say that we're probably only 70% of the way there. Uh, we have things that are believable, but they're not indiscernibly different. You know, they're, they're not equivalent to base reality uh, when it comes to smells we're there I can pick you and you can't tell the difference between the smell of real coffee and synthetic uh, you know provided by international flavors and fragrances 
uh, pine, you know, almond, all all the all the all the real sound, the smells. We can we can totally trick you. Haptics, where where you get fooled with your inner ear. We can only do it in very very weird things. I don't know if you've been on a VR coaster, but where the roller coaster provides the G-forces at the right time. That's very, very good and very compelling. But when it comes to full body, you know, so that we can give you, you know, different temperatures at the right place, or um, if you get punched, uh, you have a suit that that makes you feel the punch. you know, all this is really, really hard to do and will probably be the last thing. <clears throat> and then I say, if I were going to try to break the illusion, I think that uh, eating will be the thing that will always break the illusion and will be probably the last thing. Because you have the combination of, uh, of smell and taste and texture. And, uh, and the... Uh, and I think that's going to be very, very hard to do. And that's where people believe that brain implants will be necessary mm-hmm. in order to get to that level of reality. Interesting. I've never heard of the turn test for VR. I like it. That makes, I mean, cause we're, we're, we're all ready. Well, at least I'm definitely ready to, you know, be able to jump in a conference call and feel like you're sitting next to a person. That would be amazing. Um, but I'm almost surprised that you said 70% of the way there visually. But I suppose based on what you've seen over the decades, maybe that maybe that is true. Uh, well, I'd like to say that we're, in virtual reality, we're really now at the Pong phase. Okay. And when I <laughs> look at the difference between Pong and, uh, and League of Legends, you can see how far things can go in a relatively short time, yeah. I mean, in less than 40 years. And so, so if we extrapolate 40 years into the future, I think that most of those things are going to asymptote uh, to indiscernibility. Interesting. Excuse me. And and what about um, you went through all the different senses? What about uh, like I like uh, spending some time in VR, and but I can only do it for so long with the the current headsets. I usually use Vive or like your VR. Um, you know, cause sometimes I get a little bulky, a little tiring, especially like the Vive with the cords are just kind of annoying. <laughs> so, you, you know, how, um, what needs to be done as far as being comfortable so that people could spend easily. And maybe some people do, but easily three hours at a time or two hours at a time. Um, I'm more like 20 to 30 minutes and then I'm like, Oh, I need a break. Um, well, one of the, one of the biggest issues, Point, um, and balance. Uh, the groups haven't done a good job of balancing. So um, whenever you have a moment of inertia that is pulling your head down, that's one issue. But also, there's there's a just the rotational mass of uh, even if you have a balance that have too much weight. We actually believe that our system we're going to be able to take it down. Um, a few ounces huh. on the headset, and that's going to be the important thing. But since we're going to be mostly in public spaces, we have to keep 
very, very strong and robust. Because, you know, public spaces and kids break things. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's where the commercial ruggedness comes in. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if you're going to be used all the time, that'll be impressive. All right, well, uh, we're almost out of time. I had a a couple of... other couple of quick questions. Well, one's not quick, but we'll make it quick. Is uh, you know, I know you also have been interested in education, and um, and you know, you mentioned training at the beginning. Uh, do you see uh, using your platform in education and training? Absolutely. In fact, our brains are actually designed uh, to to learn in a immersive environment. I mean, all our brains were created 35 million years ago when we were hunters and gatherers, where we remembered uh, geolocation of food source and where critters that would eat you would come from. And uh, and I'm convinced that it would be very interesting to attend as a ghost the you know Continental Congress, the the formation of the mm-hmm of the uh, Constitution and wander between Benjamin Franklin and his conversations with uh, Alexander Hamilton and eavesdrop and get a concept of what was going on, what, what are the issues that were involved in, and, uh, and just participate um, you know, physically. I'm, I'm also very interested in the whole idea of what is the VR movie of the where instead of the director controlling the camera angle, the, the audience can wander about the set and and uh, and and view the action from a multitude of positions. Um, there was a there was a play that was done in New York called Tomorrow in the eighties that um, was branching, which the audience could follow the actors around, and the play was going on all around them in this uh, it was a uh, it was in New York it was and it played for several years um, and was really fun um, I don't know if you've been to uh, sleep no more in New York right now where you're wandering around a hundred thousand square foot facility that has been turned into a 1920s hotel and they're putting on Macbeth huh. uh, you know, it's uh, <clears throat> those are physical world situations, but clearly all of that can be done in VR. Interesting. And are you, are you guys going to work on something like that, or are you just uh, maybe down the road? Well, we've got so many projects. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> uh, we've got we've got lists and lists and lists and lists, and all of them are interesting. But you can't do it. You can't try to do all. everything without doing nothing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, well, last question. Uh, I, I was curious, what's been in the last 30, 35, 40 years your most uh, memorable or f- it could be memorable or favorite VR experience? Oh, boy. <laughs> I think that uh, being a superhero in, in uh, mythic combat is clearly my favorite. It's just uh, it's compelling, it's fun. We've also done a demo that's kind of been a, a giggle, uh, which is uh, virtual pong, in which two people are running back and forth where you are the paddle. No way. Uh, 
That's sweet. I can see where this can be like physically exhausting. And I, I'm amazed that you can run with those headsets. They must be uh, pretty, uh, yeah, like you said, lightweight, but also like just fit to your head because you could not do that with the Vive or the Gear VR. <laughs> be, they would just fly off. Well, we put about <laughs> 500 people through that. Wow. The, the Pong VR. Uh, we've been at the Nano Conference in San Francisco. We did the 2-bit gala. The circus gala, you know, and uh, you know, just trying to make sure that we had things that were robust and, and able to to spin out. Interesting. All right. Well, unfortunately, that just about does it. But uh, no, I really appreciate your time and thoughts. And I mean, I knew you were working on something cool, but I didn't know <laughs> I didn't know you that far along. I couldn't quite tell. So uh, I'm ex- yeah, I'm pumped to try it sometime. Uh, you... he'll be he'll be in our environment ad nauseum uh, very shortly wow alright well I can't wait and well, then... except I shouldn't use that ad nauseum because you <laughs> don't get sick in ours that's nobody true. has gotten sick in our environment that's right I'll be immersed in your environment soon excellent <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Okay. laughs> and uh, I yeah I'll, I'll let you know when I first try it and maybe in a, a year I can have you come back on after I've tried it <laughs> or whenever that's... it comes out That'd be fun. All right. Well, thanks, Nolan. And thanks, everyone, for listening to another episode of Flyer Labs. As always, I really appreciate it. Uh, Bye, everyone.